0: Passing Dimes is over the moon to partner with Betstamp. Betstamp is a mobile app in the sports betting space that shows you the odds from every sports book in one spot. Do you enjoy betting on the NHL, the NBA, the NFL, World Cup or more? With Betstamp, you can compare the best available odds at one sports book versus the worst odds at another sports book all in one place. Go to the App Store today and download Betstamp for free and use code DIMES, that's D-I-M-E-S. For a limited time, Betstamp is offering you, a friend of the show, an opportunity to learn more about Betstamp and several sports books where you can get an edge in online sports betting. Message the Passing Dimes Instagram or Facebook account for more information. Hello everyone, welcome back to Sharp Cuts. My name is Garrett May alongside Josh Nickel, as always, and welcome back to the show. But also, if it's your first time joining us, welcome to the show. We talk about all things volleyball, Canada volleyball, international volleyball. I realize we don't say that enough, Josh, because we're trying to get new viewers and listeners, and we don't intro people well. So welcome to the show. Um, week two or three, I can't remember, of Josh's beautiful, beautiful handlebar mustache. If you can't, if you're not watching on YouTube, you gotta go check it out. Let's get a little close up on that, Josh. Can we get a little? Out? Oh, it's a yeah, little gingery. Okay. I like it. Uh, I did my donation to
1: Grant Ogorman this week. So if anyone wants to support Movember, I don't have a personal page. Just funnel it all to Grant Ogorman. He does an amazing job. Great ambassador for our sport and Movember. Let's give him all the monies.
0: I I, like. I appreciate you saying that because that's real nice and wholesome. But I immediately regret saying you had a beauty handlebar stash. as we got the close up for our listeners. We, I mean, I don't actually think there are bars on that handlebar. So still working on it. Um, But anyways, welcome back to the show. We got lots to talk about today. We're very excited. And this is, you know, Josh, you're on a roll, man. And I don't know, like you're you're on fire this last few months. I got to give you credit. Not quite player of the week material yet. Um, but we'll see how it goes. So we've been talking about some things on the show, and then you go and deliver guests that are relevant to topics we've talked about and have come up on the show. So please welcome to the show from Laval Max Loger, and Nick <laughs> Doucette. Welcome to the show, boys. First of all, how you doing?
2: I'm doing good. I'm excited to be on the show. Hopefully, I don't get roasted too much, but I guess I'm here for that as well, so... Yeah, we're doing
3: good over here. We're pulling into the end of the first half of the season here, trying to get a
0: good win this weekend, working hard this week. Well, good luck to you, but by the time listeners are listening to this, it will have already happened, so go check out how that went um, and see if they got the big win or not. Um, And for our listeners, Max and Nick are in some sort of bathroom-tiled situation here so hopefully their audio is coming in good but uh, i don't know we'll see how it plays out across the rest of the show but we got it for our listeners or viewers who don't know why these guys are here is because a couple of weeks ago on the show josh pulled out a clown of the week which i i thought was awesome but now josh you're like backpedaling a little bit tell us about it josh Well, Garrett, I've mentioned on the show several times, probably every week
1: we do it. I get uncomfortable with the Clown of the Weeks, but when I was checking box scores, I was so excited, Garrett, when I saw on Instagram that Max Loger sets a modern-day record. He goes off for, like, 39 kills. But then I do some investigation, Garrett, and I find out it took over 80 attempts to do so, and I thought, 80 attempts to one dude? What an absolute clown move by that setter. So I was so torn, Garrett, that I was so happy for Max to achieve such a great accomplishment, but to take over 80 tries to get it, to hit 280... And then we had guys on the show who I thought were the fan favorites, Nolan and Pearson. Nolan's like he's such a supporter of these setters that think they're so technical, tactical, and he's like, you know, maybe there was one or two balls he probably could have gave to another guy to get a one-on-o or a one-on-one. But uh, but I think Max deserved that volume. Max, I love you, buddy, but no one deserves 80 attempts in a match.
2: <laughs>
1: so first of all, Max, how's
0: your shoulder?
2: <laughs> Honestly, after that game, I didn't feel it for three days. But what?
0: Oh. I, I was saying you were probably good, but you were actually sore.
2: No, that didn't feel so good, honestly. And it was also the second game of the weekend. We played the night before, and I think I had like 46 sets. So <laughs> it was a pretty yeah. big night as well. Another five-setter.
0: Okay, so we, we we just shouldn't be doing that, is, is clear, Josh. Like, I, even from Max is saying he was sore, like, it's not a good idea to be doing that. Well, it, I don't
1: think it's good in any league, but if you look at the RCQ, you guys always play multiple matches in a weekend. Like, you'll never play one game. It's always two or three, right? Uh, well, this weekend we played just one, but only because it's the last <laughs> game. I should have checked the schedule before I said that, Garrett, but usually you guys I mean, you can play up to
2: immediately, three matches in no. a weekend, right? Immediately yeah. wrong. Because <laughs> when we do the long travels, we always play two days in a row, so then we only have to go once per year. And that was one of them because we played against the
0: Aussie. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, actually, Josh, we only played Whoa. one this weekend, but oh, you guys always play two, right? Always? No, we don't. Wow, uh, too good. So okay, Nick, because you're the only one who can really give us the the honest insight into this because Max is a little bit biased, as I would be if I were in that position, which I was often. I never I think the most I ever got, Max, was sixty. So eighty two is like I was never even that close. But Nick, you gotta take us in. Like, what is being said in the timeouts? and between sets in this situation. Like what strategizing is happening on the bench in a match where your teammate is getting 82 sets?
3: Yeah, so actually we'll, we'll get into that match a little bit. I I had my first start as a setter that game, but Wait, I was you were max. setting. But I, would, I, I was pulled out after the first set. So- my-
0: <laughs> You weren't setting max enough for not <laughs>
3: getting max the volume. We gotta get max more balls. Max, we gotta <laughs> get what happens. So- Wait, that's exactly what happened? <laughs> After the first set, I was pulled out and the other setter came in and our coach told him, yeah, you're just going to have to set Max for the rest of the game. Because I was trying to I was trying to evenly distribute and it wasn't going really well. We got them pretty bad. So uh, the other setter came in and all he had to do was set high ball to Max, who was playing right side for the first yeah. time ever. He was hitting C balls for the first time ever. So getting high ball, c-, c ball sets and Max was scoring and none of our other hitters were scoring. None of our other middles were uh, were scoring either. So uh, we ended up losing that second set too, which made it so we, our solution was to go to Max even more. <laughs> <laughs> it was Honestly, the only thing that was working in that game and uh, shout out to Dal- Dalhousie too, cause they were picking up all of our other hitters uh, on digs. Max was the only one able to find a floor. But at the same time, uh, I have to agree with you guys, the amount of sets that he had, there was probably situations that we could have gone elsewhere, but kudos to Max because he ended up making that game.
0: No, no, don't even go there. You won the game. And Josh, we've heard it from the horse's mouth, is that (laughs) it was actually what was needed for the win, Josh. It wasn't like, you know, they needed it. He got pulled, hold on, rewind. (laughs) He got pulled because he didn't set Max enough. Like, let that sink in for a second. Then the guy goes on to get 82 sets in a game. That is unreal, Josh. You need to get people on the show after we talk about them way more. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. And I think, like, Pierce did the quick math, which probably wasn't accurate. But uh, we thought it was about 16 sets per set. But now knowing that that first set was a bit of a throwaway, Max was getting, like, 20
0: sets per set, like, per match, like... This is insane. And putting away half of them, that ah, pretty good job, Max. I mean, yeah, I mean you could hit a better percentage because Josh is chirping you because I think he's a little bit jealous of your prowess That's here. Fine.
2: You got to give me a bit of credit. I was still figuring stuff out, you know. No. The whole no. Game. What do you no, mean credit? They <laughs> say you
0: 82 times. Give you a chance to figure it out. You had the entire first 30 sets to figure it out. <laughs> then you had 50 more.
2: <laughs> there you
0: go. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, you guys. That is so fun. Oh, good for you. And I mean, hey, Nick, I guess the point of feedback is after the game, like if you're one on one with coach, and he goes, Hey, listen, you know, you want to get playing time. You're just gonna to have to set Max a whole lot.
3: More. <laughs> we're not scoring. Coach.
0: Oh God, you guys. Oh man. What's the reaction from the other the rest of the hitters there? Because you were set here Libero, Nick, but like are the other guys just like freaking out?
3: uh not really i think it was pretty obvious what was going on we were trying different things uh i hadn't played i hadn't started the night before i came in uh, halfway through the game and uh, stuff was clicking but at the same time we had our starting right side playing that first game uh, nick forte which usually shares the amount of sets with max uh, uh in our offense and the second game he was out so we had a rookie right side that started max started on the left side and we had a different left side starting uh, on the left side as well. And uh, it just wasn't working out. We were trying to uh, distribute the offense to get one on ones and even one on ones weren't scoring. They were digging. they were uh, and they were blocking uh, our new right side and uh, our other left side. So after that uh, first set, our coach was just like, man, we, we got we gotta change something up. We can't we can't afford to come here and lose. One of the two games, because we know that in, in the RSEQ every win counts. Uh, so we tried Max on the right side. We tried to put in the the setter that started the night before, and uh, all you had to do was go high ball to Max uh, the entire game. A little, a little like what used to happen with Laval when they had a uh, Vicho, uh, the Chilean left side. It was kind of like that same offense being run that whenever we had the chance, we
0: could oh, go. Hold to on. Time. You're going to talk about a Laval team from the past where they only set one guy, and you're going to talk about Vicho and not Carl de Grandpre?
3: And if we go back and again, yeah. we go for the Carl de Grandpre, there's always been that one go-to guy that uh, in
1: the Mondo. game. Be, yeah. yeah. What do you mean,
0: Mondu? De Grandpre hit A-balls over top of Mondu, Josh. We've been through this, dude.
1: <laughs>
0: what are you talking about? Okay. Here's really the question though, because I'm related. I'm with, I'm Max, I'm with you here, buddy. You're trying not to be too full of yourself. I'm at the point where I've just fully let go of that. Like I said, maybe one of the cockiest things I've ever said on a couple episodes ago and I'm getting heat for it. So I'm curious how inflated is your ego right now? And follow up to that. When you walk in the team room, how does anybody give you any feedback or anything after you go 82 sets and win the game for your team?
2: Uh, well, I can't lie for like two or three days, like two or three practices after that. Like I was just getting like awards for like player of the week in our league or like in Canada. So like all the guys were just saying good job to me. It was not really a lot for them to say, but after like a week or two, like, you know, I stopped getting the awards. So obviously the the ego went back down to the normal level and, you know, ready to
0: work and take advice from all my teammates now. Stop it. That, that can't be true, Max. That absolutely can't be true. After two weeks, you're ready to get feedback from your teammates. Hey, do you remember the game right. I put you all on my back and hit 82 sets? I'm still sore. Are you trying to tell me feedback? Set me 100 times. No? <laughs> Am, I'm the crazy guy here.
2: Well, I mean, I guess I got to beat my record again if I want my ego to go back. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. You got to shoot
0: for 90, Max. You got to shoot yes. for 90. Let's go. I support it fully. But hey, Nick, if you're in, like, you got to make sure, right? When you get that dime, it's exclusively to Max. Not just like set him most Ooh, balls, like exclusively to him. Well, since
3: then we've gotten uh, our starting setter back, who was out during uh, due to injury, Charles uh, Saint obey Yeah, but uh, he's not
0: setting Max enough.
3: Yeah, exactly. He's not, he's not <laughs>
1: setting Max enough. I think we're gonna have to tell him that he's gonna have to go find him a little more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have too much I fun with to this, I have to know, Jeff. now that
1: we know that you were playing right side, were you guys running, like, the spread and the other team's middle kept falling for the 30? Like, this is the time they're gonna run the 30, this is the time, Garrett! Like, were you getting, like, double or triple the whole game, or did they just keep yipping on the 30, even though it was never coming? Every, every
3: time that we were in-system yeah. that
2: game, we ran a 30, only to set max. That was one-on-one on every in-system ball, probably. <laughs> but we had a lot of
0: No! Balls. No! That- No! man come on what the <laughs> he- right side i should have played right side josh what the actual hell is going on here oh seriously amazing that's what it's like hey, playing right side
2: as you always get God. one on
0: one yeah the other team's like ah oh, damn this shoot back combo is just confusing the heck out of us <laughs> hey the guy's got going into the fourth set yeah the guy's got 60 sets but you know i just still <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you guys! We gotta move on. Like we're buried. Like we gotta move on. But it's hard to move on from something so crazy. But let's do it and let's move on. I think you got a last point, Josh. You're gonna say something and interrupt me? No, I I have to go back and watch this match
1: because I don't. In my brain, he had to be a left side. It had to be high balls. It had to be out of system. The fact that they were
0: still like respecting the middle enough that like, oh, this is the time. This is the time. Yeah. Yeah. Clown of the week to that team that you were playing and specifically <laughs> yeah. the middles, like Josh, if there's ever a time when your term for middles was appropriate, I think it's this time. What do you, what do you call them again? Uh, I think you don't like the term Gronk, but they've also
1: been called just big dumb middles before, and I think that so might gronk, be So Gronk aka
0: big dumb middles is Josh's term. I didn't say it. It's Josh's term. Okay, that's his term. Okay, <laughs> we got to move on though because our listeners are have left by now because they're sick of hearing about how great Max's game is. And you know what? I am too. I'm jealous because I never got that many sets. So let's move on. Let's actually put the pressure on you guys now with everybody's favorite segment of the week, which we can say now, Josh, everybody's favorite segment of the week, players and clowns of the week. So let's jump into it. And I came prepared today, Josh, and I'm not normally prepared. So I have I can share some of my players and clowns of the week because I have so many, but nobody asked me beforehand. So who should we put on? Who should we put on the hot seat right away? I think these guys
1: are are nice guys, so I think they should handle this well. Let's give them the softball. I'm not sure what we're going to get for Clown of the Week from these guys, but let's give them the softball. They can go first on the Players of the Week because I don't want to take theirs, you know? Okay. Yeah. No, I like
0: that. Let's show them respect and then bury them later. So we'll (laughs) throw it over to to Max with your Player of the Week.
2: All right. So... Probably none of you guys have seen the video I'm talking about with the highlight, so you're all just going to have to listen and imagine. So it was a We're girls' game that happened before us last Sunday, where Laval played against Montreal, and I think that was the craziest rally I've ever seen. When I saw it reposted, it was like two and a half minutes. And one of the middles on the team, Justin Raymond, I think had seven or eight digs, a middle. In one rally, seven or eight digs. I think that's more than most middles in
0: their career. So <laughs> honestly, that's pretty impressive. I'm impressed. So so the rally goes for two and a half minutes and a middle, like who just served, obviously, yeah. goes out there and makes seven or eight digs in one rally. You regularly <laughs> see liberos not get that many digs in a match. All right. She had them in Thank one you. rally? Yeah, one rally. Yeah, diving digs with one hand—it's crazy. But
2: she plays a lot of DH, so you got to give some credit to that. Okay. So who's the player
0: world. of the week here? The middle or the whole teams for the rally or what?
2: I would say the middle because they didn't get the point at the end. So.
0: Oh no! It's kind of
2: you gotta lose the seven players. or eight digs Please. in a losing <laughs>
0: effort of a rally. Oh gosh! It's getting the reps out there, you know. Well, hey, congrats. Yeah, get, yeah, you're definitely getting your money's worth at that game. Like, you're not... Yeah, and that game probably lasted, like, five hours with how, that type of rally happening. Damn. Look at you guys ready to go, Max, on the player of the week. Well done. Okay, over to you, Nick. Pressure's on, buddy.
3: Yeah, I'm going to stick with the same... Uh, well, with our game against Montreal, the the Carabins, uh, I got to give a shout-out to Max Saint-Denis, uh, who was setting after being three weeks out with an ankle injury. And uh, honestly, our game plan was, we were kind of ready for Max to be setting, but we knew that their backup setter had been playing the past games. And I spoke with Max afterwards and he told me, yeah, honestly, I found out that I was starting when I heard my name being called 30 seconds before the whistle. So, and he he played really well. He played really well, yeah. We can't even say that he was playing on an injured ankle. So, uh, shout out to him because he obviously
0: was a big reason in us getting thumped last weekend. Whoa. Yeah, like, I mean, congrats on a great game. Coming back from an injury, doesn't get the heads up before game, just shoved in there, but not even coach, like, showing you the lineup, right? Because, like, normally you get, you get the coach who shows you the card, right? He's just hearing it on the thing, like, starters before he has to go on. That's incredible. What first of all, clown of the week to the coach. What are you doing what are you doing, man? Like, give the guy a heads up. He hasn't played in three weeks. He's injured. Like, give him a heads up. But maybe that's the psychological move, Josh. It, it worked. It paid off. He didn't want him to be nervous. He didn't want him to overthink it, Garrett. Yeah, I mean, and it worked. Like, I guess coming in cold like that, I mean, good for him. And he dominated you guys? Like, this is maybe oh, the yeah. first time we've had like People give player of the week to an opponent who just dominated them. Like normally we encourage a type of bitterness and resentfulness on the show that you guys seem resistant to.
3: No, honestly, honestly, we had played Montreal earlier the, this year and Max was setting that game and we had managed to, to play, to, to defend them, to block against them pretty well. We, we had a pretty good game plan against them. And Max was able under 30 second notice to beat us with speed, to beat us with plays. We are often stuck with one-on-ones, uh, defend, and they were, they were honestly beating us with inside balls, like stuff, stuff you, you would see at the end of a season, but they, he was coming in, setting the inside left side, the, uh, the
0: super fast right side set, and we couldn't stop them. And yeah, really good game by Max. Well, and, and good, good for you for being humble to give a player of the week to an opponent who just crushed you. So that is something I will never do. Um, so, I mean, great players of the week, you guys. Way to be prepared. Look at this, Josh. High-quality guests you're bringing on here. Okay, who's next? You or me, buddy? I'll go. Mine's a bit of a softy,
1: Garrett. But uh, I feel like uh, we don't give a lot of love to the OCAA sometimes. And, you know, Garrett, it's always like, oh, Humber's really good or Fanshawe's really good. Well, guess what? Svenshaw lost to the Cambrian Golden Shield. And I don't know, Max, if you'll remember this name. Sven Trudeau, who used to be a big shooter on the beach, is now playing for hometown in Sudbury. Yep. I don't know if he ever played against Sven Trudell. I think he's closer to maybe Liam's age, that that generation on the beach. Anyways, he had a big night, 28 kills. Cambrian is in second place behind Fanshawe, ahead of Humber. Big bad Humber in the rankings. So let's give a little bit of love to the Cambrian Gold Shield. The Sudbury community must be going wild for the boys there.
0: (laughs) Oh, I will absolutely double down on that one. Cambrian getting some wins let's Ooh, yeah. go cambrian that's what i'm talking about i mean they were brutal every year we played them josh <laughs> terrible <laughs> just the worst team every time but the fact that they're going out there getting wins nice i fully support that that's not a softball we gotta yeah like let's go <laughs> feel it pat cambrian golden shield coming into your barn i don't know where it was no it was at cambrian it was a going into their to barn you. beating up <laughs> welcome to Sudbury, buys I'm going to kick your <laughs> ass, eh? <laughs> I fully support it. Yes, Josh. I don't know why that made me so excited, but Gabriel Golden Shield. Hey, we're maybe talking about some stuff later. Maybe just save the Golden Shield. Just make a mental note for that. We may touch on it later. Uh, okay. Um, good one, Josh. So I have two. Because um, I I, I want to feel, I want everybody to think I'm super prepared. Because I've gotten chur for being unprepared a lot, so I'm just stacking my players and clowns of the week just to make it seem like I know what I'm talking about. So first off, now I know, I don't, you know, I don't know what the situation's going to be like when this show launches, but I did want to give a player of the week to Team Canada Men's Soccer. Uh, I know it's been, they may have had a good game, they may have had a bad game, they may have, you know, they may be struggling, but the excitement from Canadians is high And it's something that we've never seen in my lifetime. So I think that's incredible to see. Everybody's excited. People are, you know, watching the games, intent. Um, The World Cup's a big deal. So, I mean, congrats to them. We got I mean, I know it's another sport, but uh, good luck. Hope they get a win. Maybe, hey, comment down below if they got a win. If they didn't get a win, well, I look like a bit of an idiot. So you better win Team Canada men's soccer because we need it. Or is it football? Should I say football? Is that proper when it's the World Cup? I don't know, uh, <laughs> but uh, soccer and okay. Player of the week. So I I don't I can't name this person's name because I don't know their name. But in a recent game that I was part of, Douglas on the on the bench and one of the line judges was just having a tough game, and I felt really <laughs> bad for them because they were out there doing their best. An older gentleman. Like, clearly an older guy, like, probably late 60s, 70s even. He's maybe got grandkids that he's, like, not hanging out with to be here line judging this game. The crowd's booing him when he makes a call they don't like. We're getting on his case. The other team's getting on his case. Like, just really get a hard time. It's like, thankless job. And the ref's overruling this guy, like, two or three times when maybe it was right, maybe it was wrong. And I just thought, man, I don't know this guy's name guy's not being paid nearly as much as the refs to be here you know it's a thankless job everybody hates you but you're out there doing your best and coming back game after game so i wanted to give a shout out to that old guy and i don't know his name so to that old guy and all line judges player of the week for uh taking our crap and dealing with it so i mean make better calls but i mean good for you for coming back because we need you how about that josh a little positivity that was very positive, very heartfelt. That's a good one, Garrett. I I, I know we don't know the gentleman's name, but that, that's a good show, though. Yeah, I don't know any of their names. Like the refs, the captains go up and shake their hand, right? And you like you introduce themselves, and you kind of... The, the coach, they come and introduce themselves every time. The two refs. Lions people? No. You get a chair at the end of the gym that you got to sit at <laughs> between timeouts and stuff, and you can't come over. Don't come over. Don't you think about coming over. you got to stay over there. <laughs> Do they do that in the in the RC league too? Yeah. Same thing.
2: Yeah,
3: and we,
0: had, we have chairs, and we have a,
3: we have a pretty big gym, and the, ch- the chairs aren't even visible from the court. They're,
0: <laughs> they're <laughs> like off. They're like in behind. <laughs> they're just sitting alone. <laughs> Next. Yeah, to like thorn, the ref gets off the stand, bird. and goes and chats with their buddy, the down ref, while well, they like do figures up lines, people. No, you gotta go sit on that chair behind the stands. You know what? We're gonna move it under the stands. You gotta just sit there out of sight from everybody. Like, come on, we gotta treat our lines people better, or they're not gonna come out anymore. No? Anything? Any any never reaction of, from of it you that three? way? They
1: are like banished to the corner. I never thought of it that way, Garrett. I gotta give more respect to the lines people now that you mentioned it. Like,
0: and the York Gym is pretty long too. Like, they're they're pretty far away. Yeah, like, they're really far away. <laughs> They are social distancing 100% of the time. They, they were social distancing before it was cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's... Imagine you, imagine you guys. Coach is like, hey guys, when you get pulled from the game, you get pulled, you're not playing well, you gotta go sit in the corner. <laughs> 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 as far as you can. does it make Think sense! It. Think oh. it. Anyway, yeah, that's the player of the week. That's my player of the week, not... Okay. Let's move on cuz where this segment's going to last forever. Um okay Josh, are we going first for clown cuz we're going to save it for these guys so they have really no material to cover left? <laughs> sure. Let's ask them. Do you want to go first or last?
1: You guys go ahead. Yeah, You guys go.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, they're not ready. Oh, you want the time to think about it and to see see we got to we, we got to get into the strategy of going first or last on clown and player of the week, Josh. That's a whole mm-hmm. mind game thing that we just haven't really dissected and nobody really cares. So um, why don't you go first, Josh? Sure. So, Garrett, I, I can confirm I think this
1: is everyone's favorite segment because I, I have two to announce that aren't mine. They were just sent by our loyal listeners that they thought was kind of funny. So I know the Western Mustangs have taken some heat on the show over the past few weeks here, but uh, they're they're – varsity account posted that they were playing the York Lions and proud alumni Jackson Beer commented saying and he added our account the York Lions account and said can't hang where we went on Garrett to thump them three nothing on Friday three one on Saturday so our guys then were brave enough to go to the comments and you know fight back a little bit but uh, yeah it didn't age well Garrett but uh, Jackson's a good spirit and he's taking it well so that, that was a nominated from a listener and then Garrett during the Trent Guelph game as we talk about referees I'm glad you gave a shout out to a Lions person who's doing their best I'm not sure this down draft is doing their best because i've never seen this in all my years of volleyball they were serving the trent women and got called out of rotation
0: that's no i've seen it and it's an absolute slap in the face you should be fired <laughs> immediately from your job it's your job to make sure they don't do that
1: how with the server and like how are you like you're picking a fight i think if you're calling them out of rotation when we're serving the ball but anyways so That was another one. But mine, Garrett, mine is committed to, uh, I've been picking on setters a lot, Garrett, and there's just a really impressive one. Did you know that whenever a match goes over three sets for the Dalhousie Tiger Women's, Lucy Glenn Carter gets set over 40 times? Including this weekend, Garrett. I'm going to call their setter the clown of the week. She got 83 attempts. She hit 26 and 10 on 83. She hit 193. That's right, Garrett. As soon as it goes over three, Lucy's shoulder must be in pain, Max. Like, I don't
0: understand how you guys are doing this. She hit 83 balls this weekend, Garrett. Yeah, well, what what are you talking about? Max hit 145 in one weekend.
2: <laughs> Wait, in one weekend or in one game? No, you hit one weekend.
0: Five balls. Yeah, like he, oh. she hit 84 in one weekend. He hit 82 in one game, Josh. going
1: to say. No, no, she hit 83 in this game. Let me let me click on the the game log here. Maybe she hit more this weekend, too. In the match no, she hit 83. 64 the next night. 83 in one match, 64
0: the next night. What? Oh, oh my god. She beat you, Max. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll give it to her, honestly. I don't, I don't want it. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: That's insane. So, Brett Bolden, you'll take the, the card here as the clown of the week, but we have to get into the timeout, Garrett. We have to know what coach is telling yeah. them, because maybe yeah, they're yeah. just like, Lucy needs more volume. Lucy needs yeah, more volume. Yeah. Lucy isn't hitting over 200, but she's getting so many attempts. When she got 64 attempts, she hit 94. 18-12 on 64.
0: Yeah, but dude, that shoot-back combo, it's working, man. We got to keep going with it. <laughs> oh, gosh, man. That's crazy. Well, interesting that you brought up a few of those things because we... we what, man, we are on the same wavelength sometimes, and I don't like it because my Clowns of the Week are lightly related to all of your Clowns of the Week. So, I mean, awesome. Okay, hold on. I need to summarize your Clowns of the Week, though. So, Western... No, Jackson Breer from Western. Jackson Breer for commenting that York couldn't hang and then, you know, York went
1: on to beat them. So that doesn't look good on the social media. I'm glad he didn't cower. He didn't uh, delete the post. Like, he kind of took it. Uh, and then, yes, yeah, somebody from, who was watching the Trent Guelph women's game commented that was uh, called out of rotation while serving, which is uh, rarely seen. Rarely seen, Garrett. And then mine
0: is, uh, yeah, the Dalhousie Tigers. We got to figure this out here. Okay. Mine are going to seem very similar to Josh, but they're different. They're all different. This is great content right here, Josh. You and I have been doing this together long enough. This is episode 70. Holy, we spent too much time together, Josh. So anyways, so let's get into it. I got four apparently. Um, My first clown of the week is you, Josh. How dare you? How dare you? The first post you go back to Instagram for our show. You haven't done it in a while. You've been a lazy arse getting a social media post out there. The first one you go back to buries me completely. You, you cut a sharp cut of mine, then cut out the middle piece, then tack on at the end a really bad thing that I said and put that out there and be like, hey everybody, look at what Garrett said. How dare you? How dare you do that to me, Josh? Just for the clicks. I'll take the heat, but you go, hey, maybe I'll sneak one in there, Josh, of you, all your, brutal cuts yeah and just for the record this is gonna be weeks after the post <laughs> just for the record i still bleed purple i'm rooting for the stangs but i mean it's hard to say they're not cursed it's hard to or it's hard to prove that they are not cursed they i mean they've been around it and anyways we don't need to dwell on that because i got a lot more um but yeah take it josh how dare you how do you guys see the post so I saw it. <laughs> Go comment on it right now in my defense and bury Josh. Is <laughs> um, okay, I discovered this, Josh, while I was looking through stats, same as you. Is that now they have on stats a team category? Did you notice this? It's kind of a new thing. They didn't always have it, right? So they have everybody's name, then they have a team category, and then they have total. It's kind, of, it's kind of a new thing. Super weird. I have no. I mean, it must be like for noting stuff that you don't want to attribute to one particular player, but it's also incredibly stupid. So just my example was UBC versus Alberta. So UBC had two reception errors as a team in two sets played that the the team player only played two sets and had two service errors or reception errors, but Alberta had only one set played for their team category and no stats whatsoever. So clearly something's going wrong there, and you know we've talked about it on the show before about the stats and how they're they're just kind of brutal. You seen that? I haven't. Even the way you're explaining it to me,
1: as a fan, I have no interest in this category. So who's ever doing the extra work, I, nobody cares.
0: Yeah, Nick, you're nodding like you know what it is. Oh, dude, we've had our fair share of
3: tough tough times with stats. Uh, I know we we've been talking about Max's game a bit, but it took it took two days to confirm max's record because the stats just weren't put up so all we had were, were our perf book stats where we kind of count they're counted automatically or we count them and we were all in our group chat we we're talking with our coach yet we're like yeah max might have set the record but we're not going to find out until dal posts the stats yeah. which was three days
2: after the game and uh, not only that but i think what was that, two weeks ago we had a game against Sherbrooke, we went to five sets, they just forgot to use someone to do the stats. They forgot no. to hire someone, so there was just no one who took stats. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man! Oh Does a- man! Ever- <laughs> no Does that I count used- as like a, a match played? Well, they're, I would assume they would do it
3: with the video afterwards. Mm, <laughs> which is <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I,
0: know,
3: don't know. <laughs> I don't
0: know, I don't know, is with, that official?
2: no one there taking stats and they they're still not up on the website so
0: that's a clown of the week right there for not just not taking stats so it's a general clown of the week for the stats i got two more this train is is left the station and we're still going so um (laughs) josh along the line of refs i also recently and again i don't want to name names a because i don't want to get called out and you know incriminate myself but b i don't know this person's name but uh we had a down ref um in a match, not going to say which, um, where we, I also saw something I've never seen before and tell me what you think of this. So the ref I've seen, the ref was being super chirpy with, with our, our team and a bit, the other team, but more us, um, which is why I'm bringing it up. Um, But two things forced the coach to make the hand signals for substitution or timeout before actually doing the thing. So like, hey, coach, like, you need to, you need to do this or else it, it won't count, which is like, (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's not the rule. But then again, like, I don't know (laughs) for sure, but at the same time, like, it's also just kind of a weird thing to like really enforce, you know? (laughs) Anyways, so that was off-putting. Then we do, we never do the towel trick, Josh, where you like wipe the floor. We've never done it. We never really do that. So we do it one time. But kind of validly, like the guy dove and was a sweaty, sweaty guy, so you kind of need it. But hey, yeah, boys, let's get the towel out. Like, let's, you know, let's take a break here. We got a delay warning for using the towel to wipe the floor. For not oh. asking for the towel soon enough. And we got a delay warning for that. I have never seen that before in my life. Am I crazy?
1: No, you're not crazy. I- I- the timeout one, maybe I can get on board with. As a coach, I've never done the sub thing. I thought the spirit of the hurry-up sub is, like, the ref see somebody running towards them, and they know, like, the sub is coming in. And then the towel thing, yeah, at George Brown one year, we were up 7-4, and somebody tied their shoe, and we took a delay warning. So sometimes refs are just in a really bad mood and, and want to, like, you know, get on you a little bit. But I think you're just picking fights if you're if you're starting to call that stuff. It's
0: kind of ticky-tacky. I don't know. I'm not, not a fan. Definitely not ticky-tacky. i like... It's a safety concern. Like that's why I think it's a good plan, a good ploy, because you like fake it. Oh yeah, we need to wipe the floor. Yeah, you don't really need to wipe the floor. You just want to kind of take a break. But it's safety, so you can't really question it, right? Well, you questioned mm. it. You nailed us for it. <laughs> you guys Did do the challenge. Did the towel women trick? go
1: five before you? Like, were they in a hurry? Were they annoyed yeah. about something? No, yeah,
0: absolutely. Women went five, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They always (laughs) go to five. There's no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Women five. Yeah, uh, we had this conversation too. Like, you know, waiting for the women's game. Like, they often go to five sets. But then every time I say, "Well, what if what if the men played first? We we go four or five a lot too. Happens a lot. Like, especially in competitive leagues, you're going deep. So what's the difference? Like, oh, you're blaming them for always going five. Well, shoot. Like, how many games have you ended in three? No,
1: that's fine. I think sometimes the men should play first. We played first against Western. I I can get on board with the 6 o'clock start time. Nobody on the court before you. You get a better attendance because a lot of people don't want to be in the gym watching volleyball at 9 o'clock at night. Like, more kids are at your game. I I can get on board. If the women ever want to switch, I think a lot of men's teams would take that 6 o'clock time slot. Do you guys ever switch at Laval? We've done it once Once this year, but uh, that was
3: because we were playing UNB. Which uh, from uh, from New Brunswick, and the girls were playing a Montreal team. So because of because of the of the longer travel, we ended up playing at two o'clock, and the girls were playing after us,
2: which we didn't mind. Yeah,
3: definitely not. Only
0: one time for a scheduling thing.
2: Hey, we went to three sets that game, right? Yeah. There you go.
0: Hey, keeping it moving, boys. Well done. Well done. done. Keeping it moving. Too bad you if you go. end early, you can't start Wait. the game early because it's a scheduled start time. Damn.
3: <laughs> they ended up going to five in that game, in what was probably the longest game I've ever watched. Because we we had to watch, we had a we had a dual team thing at, afterwards, so we had to stay and watch, and that uh, that was probably the long. It, it was only like it was like five o'clock when the game ended. Yeah. No. 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 It was it was like six thirty. It felt like it was 10 in the gym. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've been big.
0: there for so long. Watch so many two-and-a-half-minute rallies where middles are getting seven or eight digs in <laughs> one rally. I mean, gosh, yeah, I feel I, I'm also not done. I'm going to keep it going, Josh, because, gosh, we got to get to these guys. Like, this show is swelling. I shouldn't prepare so heavily because then I have so many people I want to call out. Um, so last one, this is just a pet peeve of mine, man. Like, every time, volleyball is boring. I'm going to be like, I, I've made my opinion on that pretty clear. I wish volleyball was more exciting for the average spectator. And I, I just, today I got some numbers to back it up. So Trinity Western played Mount Royal recently. It's just a game, two good teams. It was a five setter, you know, an exciting, exciting game, five sets, two big teams, exciting, intense match. Great. There were 55 total misserves from both teams, which, which is a lot. You know, I compared it to some other games. It's a lot. It's a five-setter, it's a lot. Um, which means that, you know, if you say you play around 180 to 220 total points in five sets, that means like one quarter of the points are miss serves Which, can you imagine if one quarter of a basketball game was just guys air-balling it? Like, you know, you'd kind of you'd get frustrated. So, um, that, and when I looked around, Josh, I looked at the other games to see if, like, was this crazy high? Like, are other games close? Like, what's it like? And in matches, teams average between 18 and 25 missed serves a game in, like, four, five set matches, which is just so much of the game spent missing serves, 25% of the time or more. And it just, it just saddened me, Josh. So it's getting a Clown of the Week um, for that reason. So, that's it. Any comments, Would you prefer
1: a float serve to five that they then run a middle quick and the middle hits to five and it's a first ball side out? Like, that's more entertaining than guys going for it on their serve?
0: No, but I would rather a float to five where they pass up and run a shoot-back combo and set it to Max, who crushes it 38 (laughs) times in one match. That, I would like. Yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah,
1: there's some details. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, there we go. Yeah, so I had four clowns of the week. So hopefully I've taken all the material away from you guys and you have really nothing left to go with, but somehow I doubt that. So who who's up first here? Uh, I can go. Oh. So I feel kind of bad about doing this. I feel like a bit
2: of a hater, but I was actually going to put my clown of the week as the Team Canada soccer team for their performance today. I was thinking about it too. I
0: was thinking about it too.
2: Yeah, I honestly it's been a while since I watched a full soccer game and I don't know if it's always like that, but I think they had like 30 shots on net and only like one of them was in between the two goal posts. They had a like, penalty kick! They were aiming for the net, you know?
0: They had a penalty shot!
2: Yeah, they missed a penalty too. I don't know. I think they, they should have won that game. So They're my clowns of the week, honestly. I would have liked to see them win. I know Belgium's yeah. a good team, but I think they had it, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was gonna go with you. I was gonna do Clown of the Week there too, but I thought I'd go with the positive route because I already had four clowns. But uh, yeah, I'll support it. And like, although reframing it, Canada soccer played a match that we should have won? Right? What? Yeah. There is some like positive of it. Like we look at the, well, we always should have won that game. I mean, wow, like that, we've come yeah. a long way in soccer. Sorry, football. Great. football. Yeah, missed penalty though, brutal. So what was your stat? 30 shots and oh, none of know. them were on net? <laughs> it felt like that. It was a
1: ridiculous amount of scoring opportunities. That's what it felt like to me. It sounds like a Sherbrooke stat. He just made it up. Yeah. He just pulled it out of the air. <laughs> no
2: one was there. Yeah, no one was taking the stat. So I the-
0: <laughs> yeah, at the World Cup, they got rid of booze and stat takers. So they actually <laughs> don't know any of the info. <laughs> Oh, good one. Yeah, well done, Max. Clown of the week. Yeah, I support it. So player and clown of the week in the same week to Canada men's soccer. And you know what? I think Josh is the first legit player and clown of the week where they well deserving of both in one week. You don't think just just looking for a little confirmation here, co host. Like when I throw it to you, I look for you to like affirm my thoughts sometimes. You don't have to just like think about it for a second. You hesitated.
1: Actual fan favorite of the show, Tom Sora. He deserved it when he gave it to Hamish, who went off and had like 40 kills that match, but also got like... Max, you know when the right side stacks, because now you're right side and you have to run around on serve receive? If you get hit by two serves, you're a clown. You're clearly not paying attention. Those balls are free points. They're out of bounds. You just got to dodge it. I
0: think Tom was right to give it to Hamish that game. So you're going to compare Team Canada men's soccer at the World Cup... being at the World Cup and missing a free kick and losing a game to some guy in some league in Canada getting grazed by a few serves? (laughs) Yes, because (laughs) when you gave them player of the week, it
1: was such a boost. It was the countries behind them. You know, everybody's talking about it. We're all proud to be in the World Cup for like the first time in a lot of people's lifetime, Garrett. You can't take it away because we lost to Belgium. This was the throwaway game at pool that we're allowed to lose. Now we got to switch it on here.
0: You're questioning the clown, but you're waiting until I said something about it to call me on it rather than (laughs) calling Max on it. You sneaky guy, what are you afraid to call Max out? What, you you, you guys buddies or something? (laughs)
1: garrett i'm well aware well aware excuse me that you're trying to collect allies right now and you're trying to get laval on your side because uh i I know what you're doing and i don't like it let's just put it that way that uh
0: no you're just making it easy on me to do that (laughs) when you do stuff like that and i'm fully doing it because normally you bring on your buddies here to gang up on me and i'm not having it anymore
1: because what i clipped and posted on instagram was pure video there was no creative editing you said it. no you cut you had (laughs) a
0: cut in the middle you fully cut (laughs) <laughs> Don't you can't go on record saying that's a lie <laughs> You fully made a no. sharp cut
1: Unedited you took a bash. <laughs> You're not
0: even a proud alumni. Nobody's safe from Garrett and his bitterness that uh, yeah. Well, that is true. Nobody's safe from me and my bitterness So speaking of that <laughs> on to Nick who is last and we really set you up for failure here So just know that if this isn't the best clown of the week You're getting buried by Josh, who's going to cut this and make you look bad. (laughs) I don't think it's
3: Josh that's not going to like this one. I think it's going to be you, Garrett. Is it me? (laughs) Am I the clown? My clown of the week goes to the Western Mustangs football team for losing to us in the Mitchell Bowl. And the clown kind of goes a little all around. So I turn on the game. And I knew it was cold, but we're still talking about a national semifinal. There must have been maximum 200 people there. <laughs> the stands were completely empty. This was number one and two going up against each other uh, in, the, in the U-Sport rankings. Winner goes on to the Vanier Cup, which will be at Western without them in it. And uh, Western was up 17-0 in the first quarter, and Laval ended up winning against the number one ranked team in the, in the country. Uh, I, don't, I don't personally know the QB, uh, but he probably had time to throw a Hail Mary at the end and decided to run out of bounds to stop the clock, but there was no more time to stop. So he just wow. ran out of bounds with no time left, and that's how the game ended, 27-20. So clown of the week all around to the West, Western football team and their fans who didn't
0: show up. Yeah, Western's having a tough week this week. eh, Josh, just from all sides at this point. Um, so including me apparently, cause you're making me look bad, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to defend the Western Mustangs men's football team, but they were very rude to us in the weight room. We shared a weight room, so they took all the budget. Um, a bit disappointing. Yeah. There was only two hundred people there, even though it's cold and stuff. Like that's un-London like, you and know. The, Normally they, they pack the, that all, thing.
1: All sold out.
0: Yeah. The the, the Cup was sold out
3: before Western was even in the game. And so for the oh.
0: semi, there was far less people there.
3: There was no one. They, there was you could see how
0: the, the purple seats more than people. Oh my <laughs> my gosh, and they go up seventeen zero.
3: And In the then, first,
0: then Gaffet at the end, instead of a hail mary, tries to run out for more time. yeah sorry bud, there's no time left. Game's over. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's a heavy one. It was. That's gotta be. Are we just gonna hurt, like yeah. laugh at them? Like that's really just kind of sad all around. Like, are we gonna like? Are we gonna make fun of them? We're we gonna have a laugh at their expense here? they were they were 19 and 0 going into that game jeez walk Festern, am i right <laughs> nice <laughs> they sell shirts with that on it at other schools um and i mean maybe they shouldn't anymore cuz <laughs> that's a bit hard oh gosh nick we got to get into, into the, right in
1: the... garage what we got to we got to get into like a reverse the curse t-shirt or something with your face on it. We got to get onto some of this Western merch too if they
0: can sell it. I mean, the only thing I, think I can think of is maybe sorry. You trying to start this thing with me. Like you trying to put me in the middle of something. Like it's mm-hmm. like it's my fault. Sure. I'll That I'll so you put a hex on your former school?
1: That you cursed your former <laughs> school? Yeah, I, this is on me, Garrett. Like you're yeah, on.
0: as soon as they played that prank on me in my first practice ever where they wanted me to do a speech and then ignored me and ran away, I cursed Western forever. <laughs> <laughs> <That is laughs> I put story. a curse on Western. You know I'm into that dark magic stuff, Josh. I'll get no. us
1: to a national final, but if we're playing my brother, I'm throwing the game. Yeah, I threw, oh, I threw that
0: game. My dad, too. We both, that was what it was for, was to get my brother a national championship. That's the only reason we did any good at all. Yeah. No. Okay. I need to move on, boys, to something a bit like I'm glad Listen. you said that first part, because I can clip it there, and it'll sound like that was the truth. So
1: this is good. This is yeah, good. like, got John, got next post from it, Josh
0: man. is just going to be, like, me sarcastic clips that Josh is going to make look like I was being serious the whole time. Oh, it's just brutal. Okay. Well, I'm an idiot. You can cut that, Josh, and just throw that on the end there too. Why not? Why just throw it in there? Um, all right. Let's move on to something fun before I decide to just leave the show because um, I've got – Okay, Nick's heading out. Good, because we we're just about to just let him know. So this is a great thing about having two guys in the same spot here, Josh, is when one guy leaves, we don't – I don't have to edit it. I don't have to edit anything. This is saying, fresh.
1: You're taking this really well with a person leaving because there's it doesn't blow up the video. Where when like Schachter left that first time in our, our early episodes, that was hard to edit.
0: Yeah, like absolutely, and people don't respect that. These guys have respect, Josh. So there was one thing we wanted to talk about. Returning to the uh, Golden Shield, by the way. So it, it, we were talking a little bit about best and worst jerseys in in the U Sports. I think volleyball we're talking, but, but I also want to extend that to best and worst, like team names, like I'll call the mascot, whatever, cause there's some good ones out there and there's some really weird ones out there. So I'm going to bide my time though, because I feel like I'm just setting myself up for failure. So Josh, how about you give us a freaking sharp cut? How about you lay it on the line here nickel for once?
1: Well, shout out to my my guys at the York Lions who think they have a lot of drip, Garrett. I don't know if that's good or bad, but they think their jerseys are pretty drippy. Where uh, I'll give us some credit. I think we have nice jerseys, Garrett. I don't think we're in the top. Where I'm a little bit more volleyball jerseys are hard to pull off. Where I think of the bad ones first. And And when I think bad, I think anyone who has a green logo, man, that's tough to pull off. Sherbrooke don't like it. Trent, don't like it. Sask, Sean McKay, like you, don't like your jerseys. I think it's hard to pull off green in a volleyball jersey. I can't think of one where I'm like, whoa, that's a nice green jersey. Crush.
0: Um, <laughs> your counter, Max, he's saying York has pretty drippy jerseys. So I've heard. Well,
2: honestly, I can't really think of what they look like. So that pretty much has <laughs> Absolute burial. Absolute burial. But if we're talking about nice jerseys, I do got to admit those uh, Alberta jerseys they had at the start of the year, like the First Nations one, those are some of the coolest jerseys I've ever seen. And I think they Because have...
1: they were green.
2: They didn't have green. I think orange was the main color. They went yeah, away from that. Enough,
3: yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Overall, Alberta jerseys are pretty nice. And they have some green. Their black jerseys are really nice. I don't think they could pull off a pure green jersey like Sherbrooke
0: tries. What's your problem with green, Josh? Green's a great color. Oh, it doesn't stop with green,
1: Garrett. It doesn't stop there. Let, let's go through some other bad ones. Queens and the goldy yellow thing you
0: trying to do there, not, not pulling it off. Not pulling it off. I agree. I don't love that combo of colors. The three primary colors. Yeah. You know? It's kind of like the blue, red, and yellow. It's, uh, yeah, I don't love that. Would you Would you call it the worst?
1: Would you would you call it the worst? Like
0: I think I think two things are good, right? Like, does it look clean? Does it look professional? Is it fun? But is it unique? Right? So like I think your York guys, maybe you guys have clean, professional looking jerseys. They are not unique and they're probably not that fun, right? So like, you know, do you want red and white or white and red? Or would you rather have Red and gold, or gold and red? Do you guys have Max? Do you guys have gold and red jerseys? Uh, like a pure gold jersey? That would be nah,
1: nah. that would be red.
0: awesome. It, nah, I support got, that. I, it doesn't exist. We have
2: our logo on
0: the side that's kind of faded. I think that's
2: pretty cool, honestly.
0: Oh, well, it's unique. It's fun, which I like. But is it that? Is it that pro? You know.
1: You keep saying unique. Is that because Western's like the only purple team that I can think of in all the U sports? Is that why you think there's points for being unique?
0: Yes. Yeah. Because if you stand out, that's a pro for your team. If you stand out and it sucks, it's a, it's a risk, right? Like you, you stand out and you look weird, then it's bad. But if you stand out and it looks pretty good, it's like, well, Hey, that's cool. That's unique. It's memorable. Right? So Western has had jerseys that have been terrible for sure. But they've also had jerseys that have been pretty good. In my four <coughs> years, we, we were unfortunate because they had like one set of jerseys that was like the, it was the legacy jerseys that they've had for they had for so long that guys just kept wearing. So it was kind of like the the legacy of it. And then we got in that bus fire, <laughs> and all, most of the jerseys were destroyed. So then they had to like just you know panic and get new ones, and then change spots. So in my four years, I don't think the jerseys were that great um but i do like the purple because it's unique but you know that's that's tough right it's tough to pull off purple i'm not trying to get us off topic
1: but i don't know how many other u sports teams have had a bus fire other than the cursed one so that's just another point in the column that says you guys are cursed but anyways back to the jersey thing that is
0: the start (laughs) of the curse maybe is the bus fire
1: could be could be like
0: Um, that was my first year maybe it's you know it is because of me because it was after that practice that i then cursed the team and i actually caused the bus fire yeah i actually caused the bus fire i think you should clip that i think you just admitted to it you should clip that you should clip (laughs) that and add it on the end too garrett out of context is wow that would be a brutal highlight reel garrett out of context people would hate me okay so nobody's willing to go out on the on the line here Nobody's really made, put their stake in the ground and just claimed it. So I, I like Trinity's
1: jersey, but they're like super clean. I think it's just because I like their colors. Like it's, it's, they do really well with the Navy and white. Like I think they and obviously like they're very good. So maybe that's why I think of it. When I think of like the out East teams, it seems like Dalhousie would be my favorite. Cause they're the only ones Garrett who have like a mascot. That's not weird. It seems like it's a bunch of colors. Rouge Aor, Vare Aor, UNB Reds. Like, I don't know what Montreal is supposed to be, but is, is it a building? Is it a – I don't know.
2: Although the only thing is I'm pretty sure the mascot for Dalhousie is the only one that shows up to the games completely naked. So maybe it's not as normal as you think. <laughs> Wait, the Dalhousie
0: Tiger doesn't wear clothes. Doesn't wear clothes. At least ours is a random falcon, but he does wear clothes, you know? It's a rule of animals. You gotta have at least a shirt or pants. Doesn't need to be both. Could be. At least one of them. Yeah, I feel you. That's... Yeah, what? what? Wait, what? The tiger shows up (laughs) naked? Like a full nude mascot tiger? No shirt. No pants. I
2: try to focus on the game, honestly, but...
0: No, but that is weird! <laughs> now that That's I just think about weird. it. Like, like, it's just fur. It's only... Like <laughs> fur and tiger head. Am I... Yes? That is weird. Does the Mustang... Yeah, the Mustang has shorts. I think. And a shirt, probably. Do you have a York Lion come out, Josh? Yeah, and they wear a hockey jersey. It's got a jersey. No pants though. Oh, do they have pants? They might have shorts. They might have shorts. Yeah. Alright. Well let's 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 actually get some content out here to our our listeners who we, we started a segment about the best and worst jerseys, and we really haven't communicated much. You said Trinities. Trinities are meh. Trinities are average. Like, what's so special about them? I like, I, just, Alberta's. I like the blue and white. I like the I like blue and white. Here's why. Cuz I think green and yellow are fun colors. Their jerseys look pretty good and I love that logo. They have a great yeah, logo. I'll have to look it up here. Like their team's logo is pretty cool. I
1: Golden think berries, anyway. Volleyball. I like their
0: their blacks. I don't think they're pulling off the green and yellow very well. I do. I think when they've got a gold medal around their neck, it looks pretty good. Oh. Uh, maybe
1: you're a little biased then though, you think? Uh, their their indigenous jerseys were quite sharp. And yeah, I, I, I like the, the letters were in orange, Max, but you're right. It has got a, a lot of colors in the in the stripes there. Those were well done.
0: Yeah.
1: Got a good meaning behind it too. I don't know. I think that's my winner, so
0: that's a pretty good jersey. Like do other teams often do no, they don't. Like teams don't do jerseys like that.
2: I don't think so, no.
0: Like a special jersey? Yeah. No. So they, they win. As far as uniqueness,
1: I don't think many schools could pull off maroon, but I fi- MAC does it well. I think their grays have always been ugly over the years when it's their maroons or their blacks. I can get on board with that.
0: Yeah, okay. I think I'll go with you on that, that MAC maroon is above average. Like, is it top? is in, in, in the top looks pretty good, but the gray is in the bottom, bottom as well. Like, the different sets. I would say, like, when... The sets we had, we had a gray set as well. Gray, gray is just awful. You have a gray jersey? It's hard to do really well. I know I hit you in the mind for colors, but gray, it's like the absence of color, you know? I think for I the logos, I like the Dinos logo, but I don't like their jerseys. I do like the Dinos logo, but I agree. The jerseys are just kind of... You know what? Yeah. I think what we're really realizing in this is nobody really goes out there and puts out like a... A top-tier jersey. No, this isn't like like
1: the NBA where every team has, like, four sick jerseys. We can't even think of who has the best jersey in the league because
0: nobody's standing out. No, and they're all, like, from the same five companies, and they all get the same template, and it's just a color palette swap. Nobody really goes out there and does, like, cool art on them because they're all just the same jersey, isn't it? So until Laval gets a gold jersey sponsored by Sharp Cuts, I don't think we're going to solve this. I agree. A gold jersey sponsored by Sharp Cuts, sleeveless with a collar. <laughs> oh, with a collar? I don't with know. a collar. I'm not sure agree to that, but. My club jerseys, our club jerseys, the entire run, collar, full way through. Even in my last year. No, not my last year. Yeah, I think we ditched the collar in my last year, but we had them for a long time. Collar is a good way to go. You look fly out there. Max, are you guys sleeveless this year?
1: Yeah, we have sleeveless. You would never wear a sleeve jersey again in your life, probably.
2: I don't think so. I don't remember the last time I had a sleeve jersey. Even our club jerseys were sleeveless, so.
0: I like this. I like the sleeves. I don't mind the sleeves. They, you know, you look like the sleeveless, especially when like the they they dangle a little bit. You look like kind of like cold out there. You look like you. You're out there with not much on. You look like the Dalhousie tiger out there, not many clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay.
1: well, Luke is com- probably yelling at his computer right now, and I'm gonna get comments about this, like the more guy.
0: <laughs> no, 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 but it is weird to have a nude mascot. There's rules about animals and cartoons and stuff like that. Like it it is a rule. Like and an- anthropomorphic animals need to have one article of clothing, like can't just go nude. Maybe it was just the one time, or is it every time, Max? I don't know. I'm pretty
2: sure I remember that, and from the video, I'm pretty sure that happened. So I try to forget it, but
1: hopefully they don't do that at every game. Okay, who's got the best mascot? Do, do the dinos have a dinosaur walking around? I've never been to the facility. Totally cool. Dino's pretty cool. Yeah. They had the actual mascot, though, who's
0: just walking around? You, I got to think so. I don't know, though. I don't remember I never I don't think I I played them one time maybe yeah who else got I mean the Mustang is pretty cool it's pretty iconic I wouldn't say it's as cool as Dino though like the
1: U of T varsity blues that's kind of a weird one but their mascot is a beaver who walks around and dances like they they do a good job
0: oh the husky at George Brown (laughs) yes was great Josh the Husky was nice.
1: Yeah, Helder did a good job. They, they put a lot of effort into that job. That was their passion.
0: Yeah, you know, actually, the you know who's a great mascot too? Is, uh, have you ever seen Penn State play? And they I've have never the, seen their mascot. the lion, right? Yeah. They have the lion. And the lion is, but it's like a, it's not, it's like a, I don't know. It's kind of a sleek costume. But the the person in it is like a gymnast, like so they do like full tricks and like animated and like pacing around and like doing stuff. Very good, very good. I could use some more of that in my volleyball action. All so right. Our favorite U
1: Sports mascot is the Penn State Nittany Lion. <laughs> yep, I,
0: I think we should we should book that. I think we should just commit to that, and that's what we're going with. Um, we couldn't find a good one, so we had to go out of the league. Um, somebody's got to right. comment on this. Somebody's got to have a good jersey in this whole league, like. Yeah, but like, here's the thing: it's like somebody's gonna say a jersey that's like pretty good. You know, there's a lot of pretty good jerseys out there. You know, like UFT Men, I think look pretty good. You know, I think pretty solid blue. You know, I agree. I think Trinity looks pretty good. You know, solid blue, but like, you know, pretty good is pretty good. Cut it. I don't think so. Anyways, yeah. that'll do it for this one. We're near the end. Um, I haven't... Just uh, this is how this show goes, Max. So you got anything, any last minute things on this whole show that you want to share with uh, the the one person who's still hanging around?
2: No, that's it. Thank you. I just want to say thanks for having me on the show. It was a lot of fun, so...
0: Well, that's really nice of you to say to us after all this. Um, people often say that, and we're never sure if they're giving us lip service or being genuine, so... I'll just assume you're being genuine and it was a great time. So there you go. Thanks Tell for joining us. Go. And thanks to, uh, to Nick as well. Yeah. Um, sorry he had to go. I don't know what was more important than being on this show, but, uh, no. obviously it was something. So anyways, thanks again for joining us, Josh. Pleasure as always. Uh, I gotta thank you all for listening so much. Comment down below, subscribe, five star, all that great stuff. And we'll see you next time.